Thank you for tapping into As Men United Podcast, the podcast for the man, not for the perfect man, but for the trying man. My name is Annabelle, some know me as Junior, and I am your host. And I want to introduce to you my two co-hosts for today, Tito and Stan. Tito is a successful blue-collar man who I met in high school, and we clicked right away. And I think throughout the years, we've been able to learn so much about each other and learn that we're alike in many ways. I've seen this man go through so many phases in life and always evolve from each phase. And that's one of the things I admire most about him. My boy Stan, I met him 15 years ago. He's a father of two, a nurse, and a business owner. And me and Stan as well have been able to grow together and learn a lot from each other. That being said, let's get started. I consider these men to be my brothers. Everyone say what up. What's going on? Hey, how you doing? All right. So guys, today's topic is relationships and how relationships have changed us. This is the first episode, right? Oh, yeah. Strange. I want everybody to explain your relationship status. Stan, we're going to start with you. And I've been with my girl for about three years now. Um, we have an age gap about 14 years. Mm. Uh, definitely some pros and cons to that, but that that probably could be a whole episode in its own. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going to have a lot to talk about that. Oh, man. We'll get there. Tito, relationship status. Relationship status. I'm going on a three-year relationship with the love of my life. Beautiful. She's a life coach. She's everything you could think of. Awesome. Man. So you're learning a lot from her then. Yeah, a lot. That's awesome. Then we're gonna get into it today. You can't awesome, get you awesome. can't get away with shit then, huh? No, I can't get away with nothing, <laughs> man. I can't get away with nothing. Hey, but it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Yeah, um, as for me, I am a taken man. Um, I've been with my girl for about two years now. Um, and it's beautiful, man. It's the most beautiful relationship I've been with to this day. And um, I'm very blessed. Um, that's that for me. So let's start with this. Guys, how do we even meet women these days? Because things have changed big time. Man, I don't even know how somebody would do it during the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Look, Masks on. Like, how do I even know what you look like? You know? Even, let's start pre-pandemic. All right. Before pandemic. Are we doing social media? Right. Are we meeting people at the club, the bar, at the grocery store, Dunkin' Donuts? Right. I, I think people lost their way of meeting people at the bar. I think it's right. more of social media, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Yep. Mm. The whole nine, you DM them, you do whatever, See, it's messenger, and then you meet them out. I've never been that. I've never been that guy to like hop in somebody's DM. Right. I'm that guy to maybe hit a like or whatever, but never be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Or try try to like you know start a relationship or even some of them likes turn into DMs. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I you know I take I've always taken that approach never because now you will never know what the screenshot and people be putting you on blast. Mm. It's different now. It's different. And I think, like, we started the root of, because we was in MySpace. Oh, yeah. We oh, was yeah. in MySpace. MySpace. We was MySpace. In high school. I'm MySpace. still there somewhere, right? MySpace. I lost still my friends, account. Still friends with Tom, whatever. Damn, MySpace, <laughs> yep. that, that was the best, man. My yeah. top eight. But I feel like we we started it, and it just, I don't want to say it got worse. It's just, it's a lot harder for these young men nowadays. Oh, big time. Big time. I mean, I, I like that one-on-one interaction. All day. But you can't. You can't, you know, there, there is the fact that social media is out there. There's dating sites out there. And sometimes, man, that's what you got to use. I, I personally don't like it, but I know that's something I have to use. Yeah, because they got Tinder. They got right, like, right. POF. They got all right. that craziness. Tinder. I was on Tinder, POF. 
uh, uh, what's the other one? Bumble. Bumble. Yeah, Bumble, Bumble, man. Bumble. Listen, man, I went on Tinder. But yeah. as soon as they said I had to pay for it, yeah. I did not follow <laughs> you to, through. You All I to, did was swipe for a few days. Yeah. And then I you said, had to pay for swipes? Right. Yeah, I said, I ain't doing this no more. So, and, they have, and they have an algorithm too, man. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know. It's um, the devil. I but I mean, I mean, I, I, like I said, for me, I like that one on one, not necessarily like a club, you know. Yeah, I think the the one on one is the most genuine right, right. you could find because you could talk to somebody for days right. before you meet them on social media, and then when you get in person, right. so it might you, be a ploy. Is it more like old school, like one on one, like take you on a date, yes. you know, yes. take it, take it like that, or is it more one on one, like hey, let's meet up and. No, I mean depends. I guess depends where you're at, man. Like mm-hmm. I, I love, I love sitting at Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks and, guy. And, huh? Well, that and I would, I would position myself to where I know where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Where, that pickup, uh, the pickup area, that's where I put myself. Yeah. And so they're gonna wait for their coffee, and we're gonna talk about something. Oh, what did you get? And I just need that thirty seconds of talking. To then somebody. you know they're a people person, and they know how right. to engage in conversation. Right. And so that, to me, that works very well. See, I've never been that That's type awesome. of guy. That's awesome. Yeah, I do that all the time, man. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have no strategy. Like, yeah. I'm, never, I'm so shy and stuff. Like, I wouldn't be able to just to go up to somebody. And be but like, that's, hey, that's why I have the strategy is because I am, I am shy. I don't know if I'm shy anymore, but anytime I ever go up to any girl anyway, it, I, I, I get nervous. Mm. And, uh, but everything that I do, anytime I, I date or gonna go plan on finding a date, it's planned out, man. So I don't just go out. I guess I don't even drink when I go out mm, you because be I, I need to be focused. 100%. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I, I, I'm not. I don't flow well. Mm. Like so, everything is very like systematic. And that's crazy because I'm like I'm like the opposite of you, right. Stan. Like I would go on these dates and I'd have a couple shots just to get my brain not so tense and just mm. free flowing out right. my mouth. Right. Even though I was normal when I was like DMing them or whatever. It's that social lubrication, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a perfect word to say. See, once I meet you and once we're there, I'm good. I'm not nervous anymore. I'm good. I can carry on conversation. I can make you laugh. You know, we we can connect. But it's that that initial like, okay, hey, how do I get her attention? You know, it's either eye contact. If we have no eye contact, I keep it moving. I mean, I don't even I don't even care for eye contact. I'm going to make this happen. So, yeah, yeah, you're, right. you're more ambitious. You're on a mission, yeah. yeah, let's go. Well, this, this is what it is, bro. And I and I learned a lot of that social, like talking to women right. from you, right. um, just going out with you and kind of like seeing how you move and the way you flow. I was like, damn. I'm, right. And I'm gonna even tell you, man. I I'll talk to an ugly girl, an old lady, an old lady. It doesn't matter because I you need to get that the engine rev. Mm. Yes. And so by the time practice you makes go up, perfect. Yeah. By the time you go up to an eight or a nine, you you've already been talking. You know, and if there's a so, grandma, they may have they may have a granddaughter that's you work your way you know, up. Yeah, 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 you don't yeah, discriminate. Yeah. Right, you don't discriminate. So that's how I do. It. And also, if I'm doing dating online, I have a plan for that too. You know, my my profile picture is a certain thing. Any picture that I have up is 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 for a reason. Like I have a picture of me and a dog. I don't know whose dog is. I borrowed the dog, right? <laughs> I have a picture with my boys because hey, you know what attracts them, right? And then I have a picture with a bunch of girls. Because that to them is some type of hey validation that mm-hmm. hey he's he's a wanted man. That's true. That's yes, true. So, yes, that is true. So I, I have all that, so and it's all planned out. They either perceive you as oh that dude's a hoe, or damn he gets mad girls. Now that that carries into the curiosity. Yeah, whether whether it is or not, it is, it's, it's exactly. Yeah. That's so that's how I've always had that man. And, and that's a good strategy. And people are like hey, why do you have girls up there? Because 
if you have hot girls up there, if any girl you go up to, they're like, oh, or, or they look at your pictures. You're be like, okay, like he hangs out with hot girls. That means I'm a hot girl. And if they're really intrigued, right, they'll sweep you off your feet and right. you're not right. part of that life anymore. Damn. There's always that one, though. There's always, always that, that one. one. I'll tell you, man. There's always that one. Always and you that never, one. and you never, you, you didn't see it coming, man. No, you don't see yeah, it man. coming. Damn. You, you know, I see a lot of people meeting another person at work now. Because mm. what do we, what does everybody do? Work. Right. You know, 80% of life is working. That's right. And then a lot of the cheating goes on at work. Oh, you know, that you goes know? that work husband and work wife leads into mm-hmm. other things. But that's another podcast. We'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, man, that's know? a whole podcast yeah. there, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, but we're saying all this to say this. Times have changed. Things are different. How we used to move back then, we can't do it. We can't do that now. Right. You know, now men get exposed, women get exposed, and then you know, now we get, if we jump in the DM, then oh, that guy's thirsty. Right. That guy's whack. So things have changed. Things have changed drastically. Oh yeah. Well, even like before, you 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 got a phone number, and then there was a three day rule. Man, three days, and they have moved on to nine other guys because mm-hmm. you didn't want to seem too. Even, right. Even right. the opposite. A three day rule for a dude. I got ten other women it, I'm talking to. Exactly. While I'm yep, three yep. days. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. But I, w- I was never good at, at like texting too many women at the same time. Right. It gave me like anxiety right. because I was like, damn, I'm going to mess up, say the wrong thing to the wrong person. It gave me anxiety. So I was never good. So I had to like color code my like my contacts and make sure I was doing it the right way. Man, yeah. I, I love to stack my dates. Same place, man. I used to do like two or three at Starbucks. Damn. 45 minutes at a time. Hey, I got to go. The baristas. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. You, you figure out what the you know the barista. Mm-hmm. Let them know, and the barista can actually give you val- validation also. If you got a good barista, it's like, oh, he's a good guy. Mm. Like, okay. did you bag the barista too? I mean, yeah, that's what I, <laughs> that's what I thought. That's not even like that. <laughs> but yeah, so longest relationships. Tito, what's your longest relationship? My longest relationship was I would say about five years. Mm. five long years and that was when i was in my early 20s and i don't even know like we call it a relationship because we were with another a significant other but it's it's almost like you were in a relationship with no expectations you just did it because that's what you felt at the time it was a thing to do easy yeah Yeah, so like now i'm in a relationship with a grown-ass woman and it's like we both have expectations for each other. Right. We might not abide by them sometimes, but it's all about compromise. Right? Yeah, and now you want to build. Before it was just dating, you know. Yeah, it was just dating. Dating it, is it, easy, and there was no compromise. It was just like we're in a relationship. <laughs> we're living with each other day by day. This is what it is. Now, in that long relationship that you had, was it a good impact as you as a man, or was it like a tough impact? It was. It was so tough. It was toxic. Toxic on my behalf, her mm-hmm. behalf. It was. If you're in a relationship in your early twenties, you're learning. Mm-hmm. That's my belief. Big time. It might not be everybody's belief, but that's my belief. And I think for a man, you don't know who you are at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and are you willing to compromise with that woman? Are you mean? Are you willing to meet her halfway? And if you're not, and you're stuck in your ways, and you might be controlling. If that's the case, you're just in a relationship for yourself and just to have somebody next to you. 
Are you willing to, if you're in a relationship where you're willing to build and learn, then that's a relationship. And that's why I feel like each relationship does have an impact. Even if it's a good or bad impact, it's an impact. And it's something that you're going to grow from no matter what. I've said this before, man. I think the first 10 years of, of my adult life, if I didn't have a relationship, it would have been fine. Because I didn't grow up as a man yet. Like, I was a little boy, like, trying to trying to be a man. So, to me, not that they were wasted, but if I didn't have them, it would have been fine. Now, but would you have grew? I mean, there's more than one way to grow. And I think would if I was to go out, if I was to go and travel and have all these different experiences, it would still be growth. Yes, all day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't say like, hey, uh, you know. I can't go back into the past and say that, but I feel like I would have grown in different ways. Oh yeah, and I had so much focus. Like you focus so much on this, you said toxic relationship, mm, or whatever yeah. it is. That's a lot of energy that you could put oh, somewhere else. So much energy, bro. You yeah, age, right? Now, and, saying that, what's your longest relationship? Off and on, man, six, seven years. Six, seven. Years. All right, that's long. Yeah. yeah. So, and you, and you try to make. I tried to make it work because of the kids. Um, but straight about three years. Um, and right now it's probably one of my longest relationship. Uh, I think it takes like two, three years to get to really know somebody. Oh yeah. Right. And then afterwards, then you got to figure out, Hey, are, are, which way are we going here? You have to make the decision. Are we going to go forward or are we going to separate or are we going to, you know, part mm-hmm. ways? And so I always was at that point and I wasn't ready. So I, uh, mm. You know, I think subconsciously, like, well, I'm not ready. So I made some excuse to break it up. But I feel like you knowing that alone is big. I think that's amazing. I figure that out, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so just knowing that. I, I think that's amazing that you just sit here and said that three to four years, you finally, like, realizing your your significant other. You're like, right? do I like this? Do I not like this? Mm-hmm. Do I compromise? Do I... Do it takes this. time, man. It takes time, yo. It takes time. Well, I mean, if you think about it, the first year, it's just all about sex. It's all about love sex and sex. And sex and and like doing great time. Possible. Like, how can that. this get any better, you know? Yeah, yeah. The second year is not bad, you know, but when you get to that second third, you're like, whew, like yeah. we're settled in. Yep. Um, and then you kind of figure out what you want and what this other person wants. And do you guys have the same interests and things like that? So I feel that, it, but it takes that much time. Hmm. Yeah. See, I, I've been, my longest relationship. I want to say it was six years, um, and that relationship really, really was a bi- had a big impact on me as a man, as a person, everything, mm-hmm. as a father. Um, I was able to grow, but it wasn't until after I experienced pain that I caused in that relationship mm-hmm. that I actually grew and actually understood what was going on. And I think you have to go through that. Yeah, right? yeah. And me personally, I think I have to like these relationships. I needed them in my to life. be better. Yeah, because you know I was the only child. Um, I was a little sheltered, so I didn't get a lot of ex- that kind of experience. So all these experiences just molded me into a better person at the end of the day. But long term relationships are hard, man. Oh, man yeah. There's a lot of work, and sometimes dating is so much more simple. Yes, and you always get that rush. You always get that dopamine like mm-hmm. rush. Yeah, man. Ooh, it's excitement. It's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Feel good, you know. It's like Tito said. Um, expectations. You know, yeah. when you're when you're in a relationship, you have more expectations right. than when you're dating. Yeah. So it, it's tough. It's tough, but it changes us. No matter what you say, it does yeah. change us, and it makes us even either better or worse. Right. 
or at least you kind of figure out what you want a little bit more, you know. Now, at what age did you realize how important it was to change in a relationship? I'll be honest with you right now. I'm still learning. I think. Like I said, when you become a man, you I don't. I say you're still learning. Oh, yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. on my fifth relationship, and I'm still learning. And quote me if I'm wrong, fellas, but I think a, a woman brings the best out of a man. Or the worst. Or the or worst. The worst. Yeah, yeah. You're correct. It, it brings correct. the extremes of emotions in, yes. in, of, of you. You have a woman that brings the worst out of you. Right, right. That's just, she's just toxic, and she brings the worst out of you. And then you can have a woman mm. that sets the tone. And fellas, it's okay to have a woman that sets the tone. Oh, yeah. Be vulnerable. It's okay. But see? Man, that's a difficult thing to do, man. Yeah, man. It's but so see, difficult because yeah. we were taught right. to just be, can't be I got this. Right. <clears throat> Even if I don't got this, I'm not going to let them know. And I'm going to figure it out. Which yeah. which that comes to communication. Right. We're supposed which to be submissive. Argument. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And the, and the thing is, man, it comes with age. I mean, you think growing up, I was so like, I'm the man. I'm the I'm yeah. man of the house. I'm the alpha. Now that I'm older and I've seen how women move and how important women are and, right. you know, everything they do and go through, I understand a little bit more and I can be like, okay, you run this house. I like that. I can know? still be alpha and, yeah, yeah. and, and not be if an she lets you. Yeah. If she lets you. Right. Because she also has to let you. Because mm-hmm. a lot of women like to be little men as well. well I, and I, yes. I make that... Um, an important thing whenever I'm in a relationship or starting off in a relationship, I always tell them, man, like we all have our roles to play. Let me be your man. Mm-hmm. If I, if I mess that up, I like that. If I mess that up, then you can take that back. But until then, let me be your man. So. But, but it's also your job to inform her when you can't be the man sometimes, yeah. which is being vulnerable. Yeah. The like, vulnerable. which is so hard for me to do with my girl. Cause I don't ever want my girl to have to worry about something she don't need to worry about. Right. Even if I can't do it, I'm going to try my damnness to do it. But it's okay to be like, hey, we could go with bills. I ain't going to be able to pay this. Now, how hard would that be for y'all to do to y'all girls? It'd be so hard, right? Man. And, and that goes with communication. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. being able to communicate that and being able to be like, damn, all right, she got my back. Because if she, if you got each other's back, then it makes it easier. You know what I mean? And then when you can work together as a team, it works out at the end of the day. And, and, and for like most men, I think like being vulnerable to a woman and expressing yourself and communicating and saying, I can't do this. You're in hopes when you are vulnerable. That it does not get thrown in your face. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Because when it does get thrown in your face, you'll never do it again. You'll never do it yeah. again. Yep. And then it goes to the next woman mm-hmm. that you date. Mm-hmm. If you were to break up, mm-hmm. it goes to the next woman. It's just trickle effect. It just and that's young boy stuff. Because when I was young, and that's what I did, throw stuff in your face. Well, I do this, I do that, I right. do this, and then you know, vice versa. And then you actually realize that that creates so much pain in a relationship mm-hmm. and so much friction. Then, like you said, you don't want to do nothing at the end of the day. So, but when they do it, women, I'm not talking shit, but when they do it, it's personal. When you do it, it's just materialistic shit. Yeah, yeah. You're just just angry in that moment. Just like, yeah, I pay for this, blah, blah, blah. That's what it is, right? Well, guess what? I know about this. And I can throw it in your face. Mm -hmm. And you feel like- It's it's to the core. It's like- Yeah, it's straight to the core. It's like, damn, I I said this and I ain't want you to like throw it in my face, but- 
Because then again, who are you to throw that in their face? You know what I'm saying? Some That's women go for the, the jugular. They go boom, right to the jugular right there. And you're like, damn, that hurt. Really? Yeah, yeah no. Now, when we're in a relationship or when we're starting to meet women, baggage. What is baggage to you? I think baggage is something that you're not comfortable with coming into the situation. Yeah, like, I don't, that's not something I'm comfortable with or I like. But if you truly love somebody, you will compromise. But now you're just meeting this person. Now you just meet a girl, beautiful girl. You know, you guys have a nice day, whatever. She tells you she has five kids. How you feeling? I, I personally, I don't date anybody with kids, man. Okay. I mean, I'll go and I don't, I don't have long-term relationships with anybody with kids. You know why? I have two kids by two different moms. Mm-hmm. And I know it's very difficult. All right? And any girl I've ever dated, I tell them straight up you know, what my status is. They feel like they can handle it. And a lot of times, they will say that in the beginning. They can't. And some of the times, I probably don't help with that. Um, but it, it's a very difficult difficult thing to do, man. So for me, I, I don't ever, I barely ever date anybody with, with kids. See, one of my things that I always like, like look down on myself is having baggage, having the two baby oh, yeah. mamas. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I got two baby mamas. Who's going to want me? So I'm always like going back. Like, I feel like I have to work harder to make sure that, that my girl understands that she's, she's it. She's the one, like right. she's the most important one for me. But I also have to make sure that my daughter's moms are happy right. and content. Because with if they're not me, happy, it makes my life harder. It's, it's miserable. Life yeah. is miserable. It's tough. So let me ask y'all. You guys got kids. I don't have kids, so I don't know how this feels. You guys, you preach what you preach. You say what you say to these women that are in your lives now. Do you ever make them feel threatened? Like, but, do you give them? Uh, do you give them like strength and uh, security? Like, that's my man. He can have a relationship with his baby moms. Right. I know where it is. It's black and white. That's all it is. I try very hard. Yeah, me too. And so, and I only do that because in my past experience, um, I don't think I put a lot of effort into um making sure that she knew that I had nothing going on with my baby mama. Because I already since I already knew, I felt comfortable. But I you know, women are women. Women understand women and women are gonna assume They're that. also gonna feel threatened. Yeah, you know And what you think is okay is not, not, not exactly not okay. Yeah, it's not so, okay. Yeah. You know, and I, I had a, a six year relationship with an um my second daughter's mom, and I don't think I put as much effort as I should have to make her understand that it was just me being a father and me being, you know, making sure everybody was okay. So it was hard. It puts a strain on your relationship. Mm. You know, now I'm very good at it. I'm very good at making you aware that, listen, you're the one. Right. You're my girl. You're the one I want. You're the one I come to every day. But I have to make sure everybody else is okay too, because they're in my life forever. And that's how that's how um, much I thought about my baggage. That <clears throat> for the longest time, man, I thought I was just gonna date. Mm. I was just gonna date till my boys turn eighteen, and then from then from there, I could go do whatever I want, you know. I uh, and you know, all of a sudden, somebody comes into your life, of course, and you unexpectedly, you're yeah. like, whoa, you know. I feared that. I like that was a fear of mine. It's like, damn, I'm about to be single forever because right. this is not gonna work. No one's gonna understand. Or at least till you know they they yeah. grow, they grow up. Exactly. Yeah. 
And but, I, I think from a standpoint, like what y'all saying, y'all got kids. I don't got kids. And at one point, I thought the same. I'm just like, what am I going to do? Like, nobody got has my interest to go above and beyond. Well, you know and what? then it comes out of nowhere. It comes out the woodwork. You're like, whoa. I think there's a lot of women that, like, are very interested in men who don't have kids. Like, they look for that because they don't want to go through what we're talking about. Right. They don't want to go through the insecurities of having to deal with a baby mom or, or sharing sharing your time. Yeah. That's a lot, you know? So I, I dated two women that had kids and I always, I never felt secured. I always thought it was a battle. It's tough. And, and, and I think you're still realizing that even when you're in your 30s, but mm-hmm. dating somebody that has kids or dating or having kids and dating a woman that doesn't have kids or oh, yeah. does have kids. There was always that one person because you... I think the biggest thing is because you had that relationship with that individual. Mm. So that person, no matter what in life, slightly, they'll feel intimidated. Be like, right. they had that relationship. So this is how I get your mind. Yeah. This is how I put it. All right. Let's say I have both my daughters, two different moms. Their moms are coming to pick up my daughters. Now I'm living with my girl now. Now she has to deal with two different women coming to the house to pick up my daughters. That's intense, man. You When you think about it and you kind of like... Step yourself, back, right? Yeah, like, you're like, damn. Yeah, that's when you speak tough. about it and think about it, that's it's, yeah, it's, yeah hard. it's hard. It's hard. So that's why I try to make her feel secure. Right. You know, but at the same time, you gotta find that middle ground of right. everybody being happy, but happy home. I'm with it. Happy uh-uh. wife, happy life. Yep. But but man, at the same time, man, if if there was strife between one of the moms, man, it would be crazy. Oh, yeah. It would be a lot. And I'd yeah. be dealing with that for a long, and then you're just miserable for mm-hmm. whatever you're period of time. You're trying to please too many people. So. Oh yeah. And now, what's a deal breaker when you meet a woman? What's a deal breaker? Like, is there something that you would not? You would just say no. I'm all set. Move on. Deal breaker. I would say. So in my early twenties. In my early twenties, and I think this is reverse roles. I think women feel the same way. In my early twenties, I think. I'd date anybody. And if I had that form of attachment where, ooh, she might be the one. Yeah, that's cool. Now that I'm in my 30s, I want somebody highly motivated driven. Mm -hmm. I want somebody with a good job. Somebody that can motivate me. Because I'm hard to motivate. I'm stuck in my ways. I'm Mm -hmm. still learning. I, I want somebody in my 30s to motivate me. To make me work harder than what I think is hard. Yeah, but you've gotten there because... You went through all the red flags already. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So what are those red flags? Red is flags it, is... Is it because... Is she too emotional? Nah, I can't do it. She's too emotional. I got to step away. Is she too dramatic? Or is it because she has a big family? Or... I would say... Women having kids. I have a tendency with getting women to have kids. <laughs> and I finally met the one that does not have mm-hmm. kids. That's okay. And, and things been great. Gravy. Oh, yeah. It's been amazing. She That's... pushes me. She's making me... She's making me be more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I hate being vulnerable. I'll tell you that shit straight up. Right. I'm a tough person and I want to make sure my girl don't have to worry about nothing on my end. And I'm learning that from her that it's okay if you don't got this. Yep. I got you. That's what a relationship is all about. Right. Communication. and Because women are vulnerable. They, oh, yeah. they were taught to be vulnerable. We were not taught by. Mm. I love my father to death, but I never had that soft side of him. You know what I'm saying? Right. But he taught me well. Right. 
you know, and I think it's all about how to deal with being vulnerable, you know, and how to deal with your emotions. And we don't learn that until like later on in life. Right. You know, yeah, when we're young, we cry because we're young. You know, your boy, but as you get older, stop crying. Stop crying. What are you crying for? Yeah. You know, you got to be tough. Yeah. So let me ask you, how many times, when did you see your father first cry? Oh, uh, I never forget. First time I saw my father, he cried like a baby. And you felt weird. You're like, well, nah. it, my grandma had passed away, his mom. Yep. Mm. And he cried like a baby. And I was like, oh, my dad has feelings. Man. And that right there, that was like eye open. That was awesome. It's very yeah. rare to yeah. see. Like, my father is the same way. Yeah. But you know, my dad is tough. He has, a, you guys know my dad. He's a tough exterior mm-hmm. and everything. But yep. when he was very good at showing emotion when he had to. Yes. You know, so when he actually did, you knew it was real and it was needed. So, you know, he never let me go to sleep feeling some type of way. Hmm. You know what I mean? And if if he messed up or if I messed up and there had to be tears, he would shut him. It wasn't often, but when he shut him, it meant something, you know? I think I've seen my dad cry once. Yeah. And it was when his father died. Hmm. Um, And and he actually waited to, to die. Um, when my dad finally came home, and that's when he decided that hey, I'm ready. let it loose. And uh, man, it was it was intense. Uh, my grandfather told told my dad that he was the apple of his eye. Oh, and that then, would and then died. That and would then do passed it. away. Wow, man. yeah, that yeah, that do it for me. That yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's the only time. But I, it's beautiful. It is beautiful it was, at the like, same time. Wow, that's, that yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, I think it's okay for men to have emotions and to you know, I mean, don't. Wake up every day, start crying for no reason, but right. we have to express how we feel. You know what I mean? And we, but we have to learn how to control our emotions as right. well. Yeah. Now, so, like, sorry for cutting you off. No, you good. So it was like we were taught by society. Our fathers were taught by society. You got to be a strong, independent man. Mm-hmm. Which we saw all our fathers with our mothers. Of course, it was rocky and it was great. And we all try to do better. But yeah. like for my instance, when I'm with my girl, it's hard for me to be vulnerable because sometimes you don't want to be taken advantage of. And then it it leads to not communicating in a proper way. And, in, and you're in your 30s and it's like, all right, it's time to be a, put your big boy pants on because you're a grown ass man. Mm. It's okay to be vulnerable. We need to break that trend. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, Big we gotta we gotta break the trend. It's okay to be vulnerable, and if you get with somebody that takes advantage of that, then that's not the one for you. You're right, and it sometimes I mean it takes a, a long time for that vulnerability to 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 show up. Yeah, like we have such like this armor and this exterior that hey, um, this is what you know you can't penetrate this, and then if you have a girl that can actually bring that out of you, oh yeah, that's, that's real, man. Yeah, that. That, you know, and you're like, I don't, I'm like, I don't, I don't even know why I'm crying right now, but mm-hmm. it's all right. Just hold know? me. It's yeah. all right. It's all right to be soft. And, and that's what I have a big problem. Oh, right. yeah. I'm so, I'm, Bell knows me. I'm, I'm such a strong person. And sometimes behind a closed door, I just want to like cry and mm-hmm. chill. And but that's okay too. Though. I want to stay chest up, shoulders high, head up, right. even though it, which that brings a lot of bad qualities. Because you're holding that in. You're boiling it up. And once you let that... I have a therapist. And I get to talk to him straightforward. And I tell him everything. And he tells me, let it out. Talk. Talk to your girl. Because if you don't talk to your girl, your relationship is just 
you're going nowhere with your relationship. If you're not moving forward and taking advantage of it. And sometimes just being able to let it out. Yes. Whatever mm. your outlet is. Therapist, like for me, I write. I write every every day. Yeah. And just uh, whatever I'm feeling at the time. <clears throat> and sometimes that's all I need. And I'm like, oh, I feel I feel yeah, better. You let it. It's, better. A, it's an outlet. That's right. amazing that you can do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. We were that's just amazing. talking about this the other day. I was like, Stan, I'm texting you because I got to tell you this <laughs> right. just so I can let it out. Because if I write it, um, I'll forget to throw it away. Right. So I got to get these feelings out. You know, and I text them, boom, boom, boom. Like 10 minutes later, I felt better. Right. And sometimes, I, I mean, I write and sometimes, man, I tear that shit up. Mm-hmm. Like nobody can see this one. But I'd forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Now, How life works. We've been talking about expectations. Now, what type of expectations do we require from women? Expectations from a woman. So, in the beginning, like, when I was dating, and I didn't have expectations. I just wanted to get to know somebody new. Always. Always. It was always new. I get to know this. Because you didn't know what you Mm -hmm. wanted, man. Exactly. So, I finally get with somebody that I really wanted, and... The expectations level shot up. And we talked today. We talked about love language, Mm -hmm. which is crazy because I didn't know what love language is until I did breath work with my girl. Mm. So we did this. Everybody talk about this breath work. I got to do this now, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. We're talking about this. And I was like, man, I got to do it. You have to, man. And you do the the, um, the cold showers. Yeah. So breath work goes good with cold showers. Yes, it does. So I did this breath work and it was like, it was a whole circle. There's probably like 40 people and my girl was behind me. She had to sit with somebody else and I had to sit next to somebody else. And I talked to them. I said, well, this is my love language. I like to give. I like to be there for them all the time. And she said the same thing to me. And she says, but my man don't do this. And I get mad. And I said, well, my girl don't do this either. And I get frustrated. But we need to learn to adapt to our spouse yeah. of what their love language right. is. We give now, we give our love according to the, what we, our, we what think. our language is. What yes. our language is. And you're yeah. like, oh, well, I guess like well, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is bad turmoil because then like, yo, I just did all this shit, but you're not doing nothing. Because right. we assume that they know this right. is how that's we show our love. Right. Now, Stan... What are the five love languages? So, you, ever, you guys ever read the book, Five Love Languages by uh, Brief George Chapman? Yeah. So, the first one is Words of Affirmation. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, second one is Acts of Service. The third is Receiving Gifts. Four is Quality Time. And the last one is Physical Touch. And I, I took mine, man. I took mine. And I had my girl take it. Uh, we all did, right? We all yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, we all did. Yeah. And uh, for me, man, I, I thought I was more of a personal touch. Um, I'm sorry, physical touch, but man, I, I actually enjoy quality time. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah, quality time. <laughs> yeah, I was the words of affirmation. This guy. <laughs> and when, when you say words of affirmation, like I talked to my girl today. Right. I was I was literally rehearsing when I was getting on this podcast. I was like, How, what am I going to talk about? How am I going to say it? Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. So I, I went being vulnerable. I went to my girl. I said, "What your love, your perception of love language you see in me?" She told me, yes, I give gifts. I'm there all the time. Then I said, What's, what do you think your love language is? She was like, words of affirmation. I'm like, damn, I, I lack at that. In the beginning, I was on top of it, but now I lack at it. And it's 
encouragement. They love encouragement. They'll take encouragement before they take a $5,000 Louis bag. Mm-hmm. And I asked her that. I said, what do you want? A Louis bag or you want me to encourage you? Encouragement. Now, my girls was act of um, kindness. And oh, I was service. Act of service. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. yeah act of yeah. service. And um, I was actually talking about this the other day. I was like, man, I want to be better at instead of asking Hey, what can I do for you? Just do Just it. Just doing it, yeah, man. And, you know, perfect example. When I'm sick, when I don't feel good, or let's say I'm laid down with a headache, I turn over, there's a bottle of Tylenol and a bottle of water right next to me. I didn't even ask her. I'm you like, got damn. a good woman there, man. Yeah. But then I'm like, damn. I always ask her. She says, no, I'm okay. Maybe I should stop asking her and just do it because she's probably saying no because she thinks she's she's bothering me. She's burdening you. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm like, damn, I got to work on that. I'm, I'm going to do better. And then after doing that little test, I'm like, damn, I hit it on, I hit it right on the ball. Okay. I was like, right, it's I funny how better. yours, yours was words of affirmation was your big thing, right? Yeah. And I scored so low in that, man. I, me too. Like I, I was 3% on that. I'm like, wow. You know what it is? I'm an overthinker. Yeah. I overthink things. Like yeah. if you come in quiet, I'm like, damn, why yeah. what'd I do? Did I do something? So I need to know that you're still here with me. And I think that goes from my past relationships yeah. of kind of always questioning, damn. Does she love me or is she mad at me? What did I do wrong? Like, something was always wrong. Something was always setting us off. That's why we get along so well, man, because I'm always like, I got you. I know, man. He's man. like, man, such a confidence booster. (laughs) Then comes Tito. He's like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But Let's let's, let's slap you back down. With with all that being said, it's like, and you're in your 30s, maybe in your 20s, you're not educated enough, you're not mature enough. Mm -hmm. But when you're in your 30s, you you try to find out who you really oh, are. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. if and if your spouse doesn't fit your expectations, how about you lower them and realize what love language is? And I'm like, glad you said that because I feel as when we're talking about expectations, I feel like I can't go to every relationship with the same expectations. They can't. And I can't even start with expectations. Right. Now, we're dating. I need to get to know you so I can know what expectations I need to have from you, you know, to continue this relationship. So every relationship should have different expectations. Mm-hmm. You got your core values that right. you want from your absolutes. You know, that, yeah. Your yeah. cores are the absolutes. Exactly. Like this is the deal breakers. Yeah. But now you're invested in this. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to have to compromise, but you're also going to have to compromise. Mm-hmm. And if you, we can't do this, then let's just stop this right now. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, when you have that checklist, when you go into a relationship with a checklist, you are just creating your creating problems. Yeah, man, you're setting yourself up for failure. Throw away that checklist and just create a new one as you go. Get to know that person right. so you can know what to expect and how to hold them right. at what level. I mean, for I me, man, like my expectations, man. I mean, I am a very, tra- I feel like I'm a very traditional mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, um, I like very traditional women. You know, I always feel like um, um, gender roles are important. Um, and if you can't you can't fit in that for me, then we're probably not going to get along. It's probably not going to happen. So that's, how, that's how I've always felt about that. And, and that's okay. Right? Mm-hmm. That's okay. And at least I know myself. And, yes. And that's what and like, that's, I, I that, As long as you know that, right. that's amazing. Right. And I feel like you have to tell your partner. Right. Like, listen, this is who I am. Right. I'm going to show you who I am. And along the way, you you will change accordingly to how you have to change to that person. Right. 
I, um, you know, best example is I, I dated this doctor, right? What do doctors do? Give orders. Yep. Give orders, right? Give all, orders day. all day. Give orders all day. All day. But I'm not about that. So I actually, when we first started going out, when we, when I, when we wanted that relationship, I told her straight up. I'm like, look, I'm a very traditional person in that sense. When you're at work, do whatever. But here, like, I like, I, you know, we have our roles to play. Mm-hmm. And that's when I said, I said, give me a chance to be your man. You know, um, and if I in any way betray that from you, then take it back. Because you can't have, to me, you can't have two heads. No. You know, it just doesn't work that way. <clears throat> no, you could be a team, but you can't have two head right, right, right. Yo, it just It just doesn't happen that way. And then when I went to therapy, it was like, yo, you can't have two captains. Right. You, right. If you're going to have two captains, you got to work together as captains. That's what you have to do. You can't stronghold here, stronghold mm-hmm. here, and then it's going to be constant fights. Mm. And it doesn't mean that you are weaker or anything like no, that it's no. it's just um you know you, you you give of that you know you you pull back or whatever you mean to do but uh you know and and it, to me also i mean i mean it's very hard for me to do but i've known a relationship where it was the woman that was that the head there and um it works for them you know and if it works for you works for you right right but <laughs> A lot of people say it works, I, yeah. but it does create friction. Alone. At some say. point, it will create fr- friction. It creates friction. And also, you think about like what kind of example you give to your kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. You Big know? time. Like if you have, if you have a, a man or a, you have a boy, that you, you have a son, like what are you saying to your, 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 your son? Now, in my, in my household growing up, I saw my dad work hard. Mm-hmm. My mom worked as well. Um, but my dad came to food on the table. Mm-hmm. My mom washed his clothes. Um, but he took care of her. Right. So I went so long thinking like, damn, this, he's the king of the house. Like right. my man, like, woo, alpha. And it wasn't until maybe two or three years ago that I was like, man, my mom's the one who mm-hmm. runs shit around mm-hmm. here. Like she's really like, she runs it. She's the queen, but he treats her like a queen. Right. You know, he treats her. He makes her feel amazing. And in return, she does the same thing for him. So going back to teamwork. Right. And, and my parents are the same way. They're very traditional. Um, my dad worked. And anytime he came home, food on the table, mm-hmm. things were always done. The house was clean. But they decided to work as a team. And that's what they did. Yeah. But I, I, anyway, my mom always somehow got her way. <laughs> or even even this even this like my dad would tell me no the night before and somehow next morning yep those things have changed oh like, yeah all of a sudden it's okay like what what happened yeah that happened a lot yeah so dad and me and your parents I feel like they're the same yeah literally the same and my dad was hard working and my mom all there was always food on that damn table I'll tell you that mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. You know, and that's not to say um, that relationships now have to be that way, you know, because if we're going to talk about how relationships were before and how relationships are now, you can't can't justify They're different. Yeah, they're different. You know, now teamwork is we all cook. Right. We all cook. Because we all work. Both work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. Times are different, you know, Mm -hmm. and before it it was a little bit more traditional, Mm -hmm. more that way. But you could you could do that where where, you know, 
dad can work or the husband mm-hmm. can work and and still be okay. Exactly. Yeah, and and like now, like it's such a beautiful thing that women have their their own mind. I, back then, maybe our parents didn't have the our our mothers didn't have their own mind where they just fell into tradition. Tradition. Mm-hmm. Now, women could run shit too. Yeah, and, and, and it was and just it, a way of being yes. being being raised. It was right. different. Yes. you know, it wasn't like. No machismo stuff. It wasn't no rah 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 stuff. It was just how people were raised. You know, when I'm not raising my daughters like that. No, I'm raising my daughters to be independent, but I'm also raising them how to deal with conflict, how to deal right. with issues, how to deal with people. Right. So when they actually get in a relationship, they can intertwine and work together all day. You and know? sometimes that soft, like woman's touch of of dealing with something, works very well. Yeah. You know, it's because a, yeah. we're not like, it's not like a sledgehammer, man. You mm-hmm. know, it, and a lot of guys are sledgehammers. That's how oh, we deal lot, with it. A lot. Man, you know what my <clears> mom told um, Carly when I first started dating her? Um, Listen, he cleans, he cooks, and he knows how to wash his clothes. Oh. So don't let him fool you. I was like, Ma, why, why are you trying to play me? <laughs> why are you going to do me like that? Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn. But, you but know, it's, it's true, true, though. It's true. It's yeah. true. I, live, I lived alone for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, and not to say that when I was young. I had it all done for me. I was the only child, but I learned how to do everything and I can do anything. I didn't need nobody. Yeah, you, you don't. But I'm going to tell you right now, man, like a woman can make life a lot of more, you. Oh, yeah. more beautiful. It's just uh, like they just beautify things. Oh, Easy is beautiful. Yeah, my like, life is so wow. organized right now. Yeah. And it's because of a woman's touch. Mm-hmm. A woman's and touch. And I love it. I love it. And I've learned so much how to even organize myself, my mm-hmm. thoughts, my day, my week. Everything in life has worked out much more you know much better because right. of the women's touch so i get that Yo, women are powerful man yeah. oh yeah 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 we think we're powerful but women are powerful don't get your heads high women when you hear this uh, but i'm, I'm not saying we can't get birth though we can't right. we, can't get birth, <laughs> we strong right, too girl. but you women now you women a, a play a big role your ass, so yeah, just yeah, that's <laughs> it. Nah, listen man i think and i think for me right. um seeing my first daughter be born hmm. i was like yo Women are the shit. Right, right. Like, how did how did she do it? She and just got two daughters. Yeah, man. So now you see it. Yeah. So I, you know, and then my girl now, single mom, mm. to fifteen and sixteen year old, mm. and she's a G. Like she handles it, you know. And I'm learning from her mm. because my daughters are twelve and six. So I'm preparing myself now for those teenage years, and I've learned so much. So it's like, damn, she's and so it's powerful. awesome. You get to see that because yeah, when you know us, whether you're a woman or a man. You know how we were when we were 15 and 16. Oh, yeah. We were oh, hard. Yeah. Our parents well, had to there, deal with us. There is a strength in, like, uh, there is a way that a woman, like, shows her strength. You know, even though it may be a little bit softer, mm-hmm. but it's just as effective. Yes. That is know? true. That is and, true. That's uh, well said. I think that's that's the beauty of it. And I think that's where communication comes in now. Mm. Now, there's relationships that, the women flat out will communicate to you. Be like, listen, I don't cook. I do not cook. I think that might be a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> but in Well, this, you wouldn't be dating my girl. <laughs> but no, but it works for some relationships. Now, you don't cook, but all right, can you wash the clothes then? Right, and I'll right. do the cooking. Or, you know, can you do this? And I'll, You know, now you got to create that teamwork mm-hmm. if you want to stay in that relationship and be happy because... Everything else attracted you and you fell for that person. So you say all that. Like, so with me and my relationship, my girl didn't know to cook. She knows how to cook. Mm. But I let all this build up and didn't say nothing when I come home 
damn, I want something on a goddamn table. I don't want to cook all the time myself. That's not her forte. Hmm. Until I finally had a talk with her. And she was cooking for me every day. Wait, but did she <laughs> communicate that when you guys first started that she's not a cooker? Yes. She was like, I don't like cooking. And I'm like, I'm going to call your mom. <laughs> and all the time. I'm, like, I'm calling your mom because your mom told me you're supposed to be cooking for me. And that's that's trying to fall into the tradition because they're old school. Yeah. And then finally, I'm just like, hey, pull your weight. But that goes back. This you do that. Yeah, and she did it, and it was amazing. But I wish I would have had that talk. Well, I'm with mm-hmm. her for three years. I wish I would have had that talk from the get go. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of letting it build up, coming home feeling some type of way. If I would have just had that talk, it would have been done. And that goes back to adjusting your expectations. Yes. To yes. whoever you're with, you know, however you want to, you know. And that all that being said, how important is communication in a relationship? I think it's the biggest thing in the world. Dude. It's key, man. Mm-hmm. Without yeah. communication, you're going to fail. Oh, yeah. And I think transparency is so important. You know, and I don't, you can't say, we can't say everything that's on our mind all the time because no. it could create problems. Uh-huh. But we have to communicate communicate, and keep those lines of communication open at all times. You know, she has to feel comfortable to come up to you and be like, listen, either I fucked up or this is what's wrong with me today. And the older you get, man, the more mature you get, man, you 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 realize how important communication mm-hmm. is, man. It really is. It's huge. Like my girl told me, we're having a conversation. I'm still learning how to communicate. And she looked at me and she says, relationships are supposed to be hard, mm-hmm. not cruel. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's beautiful, right? Wow. Oh, when yeah. she told me that, I'm like, Jesus, I ain't even thinking that way. Relationships. Because I'm like, relationships are hard. They're really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think you're supposed to be with somebody 24-7. I think, like my parents, I'll use my parents for example. They live in separate households. They're the most beautiful people in the world. Damn. They're together. Wow. But it works, each other, it, it works, works for them. them. It works for mm-hmm. them. So, in a relationship, it's going to be hard. So, if you have your female or your male. I don't know if this is supposed to be like this. No, it's supposed to be like this. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be hard. You're mm-hmm. supposed to communicate. It's not supposed to be toxic and cruel. Yeah. You don't allow that to work, happen. You got to work through it. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, like my love language was words of affirmation. So I need communication. Mm-hmm. I need to know. I need to talk to you and understand what's going on. Because I also need you to understand how I feel so you understand what I'm what I'm doing, how I'm acting, right. what I'm going to say to you. Right. So it's important. And, um, and also, man, like, what you, you know, we hit on this earlier, what may be important to you or to what may not be important to you could be very important to her and vice yeah, versa. Yes, yes, yes. You know, yeah, like to you, it's no big deal. Like, and that's deal. when you grow as a person, yeah. when you see what's important to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in that, in that test that we took, there was a part that was um quality time. Mm-hmm. Me and Carly, we scored the same. I think it was yeah. like 27%. That was my high. You know, like yeah, me too, man. <laughs> but I, I love my quality time with my girl. And it's funny because I always say me and her are so good at giving each other space. Yeah. Like she walks into the room and she's quiet after work. I'm like, all right, you good? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Good. I walk out. <laughs> I let her be. You know, I let her decompress. However she wants to decompress, if, if it's laying down or if it's on her phone playing games or, you know, watching TikToks. I let her decompress. And I come back and ask her again, you good? Okay. You know? So, and I think that's understanding the love language. Right. And that's beautiful to. that you understood what that is. Because when I was with my girl and she was in her room and I was chilling, 
I just felt like I had to check on her all the time. Like, yo, you want to do this? No, I'm just chilling. I'm like, she don't want to chill with me? Yeah. No. Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Exactly. Yeah, like, well, no, why? Yeah. Let me get me and do you. We'll oh, meet yeah. together. And I'm like, it's okay to have your time and I have mm-hmm. my time. I think that's the biggest thing about relationships. I, 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 tell, I tell Jess this too. I was like, hey, sometimes I just like you being there. Maybe in another room. So... <laughs> That's amazing. But just be there. Yeah, no, and, <laughs> you know? and that makes sense yeah. too, bro. That because her just knowing that she's there, yeah. bro. I love having my daughters in the same house all the time. Yeah. Do I want them on top of me all the time? Give no. But just knowing that they're yeah. here, they're with me, that I can say, Hey, what you doing? Yeah. I feel amazing. I feel powerful. Mm-hmm. I feel like damn, my, my babies are here. So I I get that. I get so that. Stan, you touched on it perfectly. So today. I was just making a joke, and I'm sitting in the living room, waiting to come to here to do this podcast, and I go, I'm about to play my video game. You can't do that by yourself. I was going for three days. You couldn't do that by yourself. <laughs> nah. I feel so much more comfortable when you're in the house, in your room, doing your paperwork, do your life coaching sessions, right. to play the video game. I don't feel comfortable when I'm by myself. <laughs> I don't feel right. And it's such an amazing <laughs> feeling. I'm just like, you're here. Yeah. It's the most mm-hmm. It's the most genuineness therapeutic right. thing in the world yeah when your girl's there nice though, and you can do what you you're doing what you do you're you you know right. what i like when i'm gaming i'm gaming with the guys and then all of a sudden she's on my left side and she puts a snack i'm like damn should i stop damn, gaming I now <laughs> should i stop gaming right now like what's going on I'm is like, this a sign what you want me to do <laughs> yeah like <laughs> but i was like man i love you it's amazing man <laughs> nah nah it's good um well, wait, feel- hitting back on the communication yeah, yeah 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 back to that man like i always feel like too man like you know we like hearing versus listening mm. this kind of hit me um i was reading this book about it like like we hear some uh, we hear but we don't we're not actually listening and listening is actually when you have it in your mind that you are gonna hear something but you're willing to change from what you ever listened to mm-hmm. it's not just like yeah 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 like I'm actually gonna, if I need to, I'm gonna be able to change my ways from it, and and I think that hit me really big, man. That's huge, man. I, yeah. I'm I'm glad you're here, Stan. Now, perfect example of that. You're my girl. We're having a conversation, right? <laughs> We're having a conversation. <laughs> now you're telling me, hey, I'm upset because of X, Y, and Z. Now, I just listened. When I speak back, I'm gonna be like, listen. Now that you said that you're upset because of this, I think I should do this. Right. And that's, I feel like that is part of the better communication right. as in just saying the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. And it, and it works out. Hey, man, it's beautiful, man. And I think we touched on this a lot about at what age that did we start understanding that communication is key. So, mm-hmm. and we said in our 30s, that's when we actually started to understand. But I want younger men to understand right. that it's something that we have to lock in early. That's okay. Because it's not necessarily an age thing. Yeah. No. I mean, you, we, I, we could have done this in my early 20s. It's you know? a maturity thing. Yeah. It's an experience right. thing. And it's not so much just in your, your relationship with a woman or yeah. a man. It's at work, right. in school, yeah. everywhere you go. Yeah. Communication is key. Right. Big time. And like you were saying, Annabelle, like, if I sit, my girl loves communicating. That's her forte. That's what she do. Mm-hmm. She's, she was a therapist for adolescents. She's a life coach. So she loves the communication. And I'm the type of person where 
I'm laying on the couch, and she'll know something's wrong with me, but I won't tell her. I'll keep it dry and funky. Mm-hmm. That's not the way you go about it. And I'm still learning that to this day, and I'm 34 years old. It's hard. Communication is the hardest thing in a relationship. And sometimes, too, man, like, um, you know, I hit on this before, but, like, I tell little white lies because I don't want to deal with something. Yes. It'll always catch up to you. But at that moment, I don't want to deal with it. It's like, I don't, you know, it's, just, it's not but a big deal. You? But Did you get it over with. We don't have to say everything all the time. Right. We have to pick and choose as well. Right. You know, as, as much as we want to be communicate, we want to communicate and be transparent. Less is more sometimes, you know, there's not, we can't hit every, every aspect of every conversation and every thought we have, because that also can create a lot of friction and even a lot of thoughts that are not there. And even like, you know, if your girl asks you and she's not looking her finest, man, like, you know, do I look fat? Yeah. You good, baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what do you, what do you say? Do I look fat? Nah, you good. I'm like, do I? (laughs) And then we, (laughs) I gotta go to the bathroom. (laughs) Nah, man. I mean, I look bloated today. Like, you know, I feel bloated. Nah, like, man. You know, my, my follow-up is, what makes you think you look fat? Like, what is that's it? That's a great follow-up. You know? Now you ain't going to be able to use that mm-hmm. now. No. Nah, I, I still do. <laughs> but is it because the shirt you're wearing or is it because we just ate? Like, what's going on? Do you feel it? Do you see it? You know? Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, let's do something about it. You know, whatever it is. Like, because at the end of the day, I want you to feel good, good about yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, you ain't going to be able matter. to love me. Yeah. Right. You know, or what makes you think that you that I love you if you don't love yourself? Because mm-hmm. yeah. I love you, yeah. and I think that's one of the sexiest thing about a, a woman—just mm-hmm. that she loves herself, right. self confidence. Yeah, self confidence, and you know, and that carries to so much more when you you have a lot of confidence. And men too, men should have a lot of confidence, but we're so we're viewed differently in the world by society and by everybody else that we worry, like damn. We worry, but we ain't going to show it. Exactly. We always got this shield exactly. up. And deep down, you yeah. really want to be like, like I tell my girl, sometimes I don't got it. Like a lot of tasks I want to accomplish, yeah. I might not have it, but I ain't going to let somebody see mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'd just be like, damn, I wish I could to talk admit. to somebody and question myself. It's all right admit. to do that. Yeah. And I think too, like, um, sometimes they look up to you for that guidance even though you don't have it mm-hmm. and they're like what do we do and so at, at different times you have to like okay you know i don't know what i'm doing either but we're gonna figure this out mm-hmm. you know? and, th- and that alone is like wow all right yeah. no matter yeah. no matter what is gonna happen come from this situation we're gonna work this out together. but it should it shouldn't stop from i just don't know it could be it should be i don't know but we will figure this Let's out. Let's figure it out yeah. together. Together. Yeah, we yeah. can figure this out together. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's this, I mean, I just opened up a business like about four months ago and uh, there was a bill that needed to be paid. And man, I was struggling. And it was hard for me to admit because I do my stuff, pay mm-hmm. my bills. And she sensed that. She sensed that. And uh, she made it known that it was okay. Mm. Which was, is so odd for us to in like. Ugh. I was like, "What do you mean?" Like, I was like, "Yeah." So you know, I was like, "Well, let's you know, let's let's figure out when we can do this." And she she felt that in me, mm-hmm. and she made me more comfortable about. No, hey, it's gonna get done. Important. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's, that's awesome that you said because that. for for me that's that's my job. I'm the man. Like that's, that's my job. Like, yeah. You don't want to fail. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Sometimes I don't even open the mail on purpose. Mm. I'm like, man, I don't even open that mail. We'll do it tomorrow because I don't want to feel that right now, you know? Yeah, I went, I went through the same thing. Like, well, my bills were tight and I'm just like, this is taking a toll on me. I'm keeping it short with my girl. I don't want her to know, but my bills are paid, but we might not have this money to go go out to eat or something like we used to. Mm-hmm. And she, she noticed this. And then finally... I told her with with a aggressive manner. She was like, yo, you could have just told me this from the get-go. Right. Mm-hmm. You know I got you, but I'm just like, like you said, I'm the man. I don't need, I don't want you to worry about this type right. of stuff. And I put myself in this situation. Let me try to get out. No, this is what a relationship is about. We communicate, and this would never happen. When I think about finances, and I'm tight, and I'm in that situation, I, and feel, it's critical. I feel less valuable as a man. Mm. Yes. I feel like all right, let me lower my tone today because I don't feel like it was almost powerful. Like worthless, man. As yeah. bad as that sounds, like yeah. I can't even pay my own bills. Yeah, like, so I, what? So I get that completely, and I and I kind of like shut down a little bit, like mm. talk less, and you know I don't I complain a little less just because you feel like yes. you know you have you you're bringing less value to the mm. relationship. So and it's tough, and it's tough because it's, it's we all go through that. Yes, and it's almost like we see our dads. They handle shits. You yeah, didn't right. see it. Right, right. You didn't you see your mother those. saw it, but we didn't see it. We're like, mm. this dude holds shit down. He paid all the bills. We good. Right. Yeah. Even but he could have had the same mistake as, as we, we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't see it. Even whenever I'm dealing with a business, right? Um, you know, I ask her how your day was. How you how is how was your day? And now she knows what I'm asking is um, what did you make today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, at first she was like, oh, I had this great conversation and there was a positive energy throughout the day. I was like, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) What did we make today? Mm -hmm. Will it pay our bills? You know, so um, I've I've, I've realized that, like, I've had to soften that up. Like, hey, like, this is important to her, too. And, you know, paying the bills, we got to do it. But, like, I was like, what's the numbers? What's the numbers today? But that that goes back to playing your role. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. your role. Your role is you're the numbers guy. You're mm-hmm. more of the business. Her role is to carry out that business, you right. know? And she and does good. She does a she great does job, good. man. Like, That's amazing awesome. job. So, you know, we all have our roles in relationships. Right. Right. We just got to learn what they are. Right. And and so she's good about it now. It's it, What she does now is she'll text me the numbers mm. without me asking. And then when I ask her the, her how her day was going, then she can she's tell like, oh, me all he's about finally, it. Yeah. He's finally asking yeah. genuinely. Yeah. I got that over with. Was. Now that's there. So what's going on? <laughs> you know? Now, let's get a little spicy. Let's get a little into relationships. How important is physical attraction? You want to start this off, Stan, or you physical want me to go? Physical attraction, mm. man. I mean, it, it is important. It's yeah. the first thing that we see. You know, that's what I'm not, I, I don't look at somebody. I'm like, damn, she looks like she has a good personality. What do you look at first when you, when you see a woman walking by? What's the um, first thing that I, I look at the smile? Mm-hmm. A smile is very important to me, but I have this grading system for me, man. Mm. And it's it's a, Take you a know, pen out. zero to ten. Right. You're you're a nine. You're a ten. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's it's your your face. One to three. All right. Your middle section, your your breasts and your waist, that's three. And then your your bottom, that's three. That's a total of nine, right? But that 10 is that extra umph that like you just don't know why they're a 10. So I always gauge somebody like that. Yeah, beautiful smile. Two on top. 
three on you know three in the middle and two on the bottom and you're that number and that's how i grade all my like, ex, like wow that's what you are mm-hmm. you're a seven in this and if you have that extra ump you're like okay you may be an eight yeah and, and she smells good well, eight, 8.5 right. well, yeah for, yeah whatever it is for you you know and i grade everybody like anybody that i see if I, i'm like okay she's an eight for that reason mm. yeah, yeah that's, that's interesting i, I think yeah. uh what my past experience when i'm dating and the woman that i'm with now it's the woman i date now i think she's a nine all day every day when i got to know her it was past 10. Oh, man. That personality was mm. just like, that's my girl. That extra ump. Like, that's the extra ump. Yeah, the man. personality is a right. beautiful thing. Like, I know there's times with you fellas where you've been around a woman that was not your type. And you got to know who they were. Mm. And you were like, she's awesome. Yeah. She is fucking awesome, but she's married. <laughs> but she is awesome. She's dope. That's why that man's with that woman. Mm-hmm. You know what wow. I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. For me, man, uh, physical attraction gets you together. Yes. But that personality keeps you keeps there. You, yeah. Yeah. It keeps you there, man. I agree. That's, you know, you have to have that physical wow. But after that, then what? See, personality comes in, man, and you're like, "Wow, this is this is." Then I'm I'm gonna choose to be with this person because she has the whole package to me. When it comes to exterior, for me, it's the hair, blonde hair. No, no, it's how you how you keep your hair. Now this is and this is why. Now you can have a banging ass body. Now if you don't if you ain't do your hair today, I'm upset because how you keep your hair is how you think of yourself and women put a lot into that yeah man. you put that effort into your hair yeah. like and that's just me that's mm. the first thing i look at is always the hair mm. it just attracts me it doesn't have to be you know i like long hair it could be short hair mm. but it's how you, how do, you it, do it how you present yourself and it's funny that you say that with hair because i love a woman with straight hair until i met my woman her hair is curly as hell uh, yeah that curly and hair. i was like you don't need to straighten your hair you good I love this. Mm-hmm. I like this. This is I. I love straight hair, dude, all day. And then when I met my girl, I'm just like the same way. I love curly hair. Yeah. I, you made me love curly hair. I never met a woman in my life where I was like, she looks good with curly hair until I met my girl. Mm. I love blonde hair, man. Mm-hmm. I only got blonde hair. I don't know why. So it, it goes with you, you have a type. I was like, you look. I was like, wow, I do have a type. Right. <laughs> Tito, do you, do you have? Do you think you have a type? No, I never had a type in my life. I feel I like think. you. Yeah, you. You I, been with all different types. I've been movies. around everywhere. Yeah, sorry, I, sorry. I don't have a type. But I've been around everywhere. Slot, and, <laughs> and, and the woman that I wanted, I chose to be with, was a woman that had curly hair. Hmm. natural curly hair and i was like i love it you don't need to we're going out tonight leave it just like that because hmm. that's what i want to see usually i'd be like yo can you straighten your hair <laughs> do, do something with that soft voice <laughs> straighten your hair but now nah, i love my woman man. she got curly hair and then now that's when i knew it i'm just like before the personality i'm just like the curly hair got me let's yeah. go hey hair and then when i meet you and get close to you if you smell good that's a beautiful me. thing you too. got me then when you open your mouth you don't sound stupid you got me even more I personality yeah i love it yes how, I about, agree. how about from the physical aspect of somebody changes 
meaning like overweight. If How about if you gain that? 50 underweight. Pounds? Yeah, or even underweight. Well, I speak from experience. As the man who lost weight and then gained weight, it takes a it took a toll on me. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, questioning myself. Like, is she still attracted to me? Because she ain't beat me this big. Mm-hmm. She made me a little skinnier. But how would I feel if she gained some weight? So you start to like put yourself in your in those shoes and start to wonder, you know. And we see our our females every day, right? So we don't see those changes; they right. see them they see before them. we. Like see you them. might see it on my girl, but to me, I see you every day. I see it. Mm-hmm. What I see is what I see every day. Whether you gained a hundred pounds or you went on a hundred pounds, I see you every day. The same yeah, way. but to me, man, though, physical attraction is is not is what I find attractive. I didn't mean to find you attractive. This is what I saw. And boom, that's why I like of you. I, I, you and, and, and and it's not wrong to expect that. Yeah. Like, I expect, just like myself, my girl, if you and me, I'm going to hold it to that standard. Like, right? I'm going to get that's a fresh saying, cut. Yeah. I'm going to look good. Yeah. So if I look good, I don't want to get good. comfortable <clears throat> where... I'm just chilling every day. Get out of work looking like a bum. No. I get a haircut for a purpose. I don't get a haircut to make myself look. I want my girl to be like every every time I get a haircut, my girl goes, "How'd your haircut come out?" I know what she's implying. Mm. Oh, listen, you look true. good. But no, man, it's. Oh, sorry. To, no, no, go ahead. But like to me, if if my girl gained fifty pounds, I don't know if I'm gonna find her attractive unless she was pregnant or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, those circumstances. It, then it's your job since you're in a partnership, mm-hmm. right. babe. Let's do this without imp- right. implying you're you're bigger than what I thought you right. was when I first met you. Let's hey, let's go work out. I feel like I'm gaining some type of weight. Let's do this. Maybe. I mean, she's a personal trainer and she's the one that takes me to the gym. But that's not the <laughs> oh, point. So, so, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I mean, but but you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I it's not that I you know I, I doesn't mean I don't love you, but physical attraction wise, this is what I saw of you and this is what I wanted of you. And it's so like you said it's you, a can't, thin line. you can't control you can't control that you, can't control that, you know. Control that. You can't control. It doesn't mean I love you. Yeah, you know? but I will say this: you can't be in a relationship and then get too comfortable. Mm, right. You have to. You have to try to keep up. You know, like if that means going to the salon, getting your hair done, right. getting your nails done. Mm-hmm. Me, I like my fresh cut. Right, I'm dude. that type of guy. You know, I'm bald now, but my beard, my beard got to be tight, bro. When I walk into to the house, when I get my hair cut, the way she looks at me. I like that. You know what I mean? So that's why I keep doing it because I'm like, all right, I still, I, she still likes me. She still wants me and she's still attracted to me. I'd be like, why, why are you, what you getting dressed for? It's not for you. For you. you. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Okay, thanks. I'm like, you don't need to get dressed, but thank you. they want that security. They wanna, yeah, they want to feel, feel good, feel good want, at the yeah. end of the day. She get her eyelashes done, her eyebrows done. What you need to get that done? I see you every sure. day. I want you to be attracted to me just like when I when you first met me. And when a woman when a woman feels good about herself, so don't man, question. Oh yeah, yeah, things yeah. Go, things go well. And when she comes in and says, "Look at my nails," I'm like, like oh, yeah, this shit. Is nice. okay, I like this that." Nice. But I also tell her, hey, "I like French manicures." <laughs> but she, from time to time, she'll get them French manicures and be like, "I got I'm like, damn, I don't even like, know what that so, means." But man, sometimes man, the, I, white, the white tip, <laughs> the white tip. Sometimes I, I I have to stop myself because I'm like, "How much was that?" <laughs> <laughs> I do it sometimes I look, too. I look expensive, man. You look, man, expensive. You looking uh, expensively attractive. What's going? I mean, on? you look good. Where you going tonight? You be, we going out tonight? Me and you. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah. She she she's independent, so I ain't gonna question her. But she's good about it too. It's yeah. like, 
but I found it on sale, <laughs> and it was forty percent off. And she dyes like, her own hair. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, there you go. That's a good woman. Good thing about women, they always find something on mm-hmm. sale. Mm-hmm. Us, I just buy it outright. My yeah. girl is on well, they, sale. I feel like they worry that like um, my girlfriend wanted a phone, right, a new phone, and I was like, no, what do you need a new phone for? Like your phone works just fine, and then she like just like grinded me down, man. By oh, it was about a week and a half. I'm like, just go get the goddamn phone. Go get it. I mean, just get it. Don't just go get it. Like, she's like, take my card. I, she's like, thanks, babe. <laughs> she just went at my phone. I mean, it was it was it was for the business. It was important. Mm-hmm. But I was like, your phone works just fine. But this has a new. This has the best camera. It'll be better for my social media. And I was like. Oh, okay. <laughs> then my girl did the same thing. I'm like, just go get it. Right. Just do what you got to do. I was like, no. No. <laughs> nah, you don't you need could. that. You just, it's $1,300. You just, got that move, that you just got that phone two right. months ago. Right. And you getting another one? Right. Uh, yeah, it's 13 plus. <laughs> I'm going to get it. 13 plus, plus, plus. Nah, yeah, I was like, man. what? Them shits are expensive. Yeah, man. Now, sex. What about it? Man. Now, you're attracted. Now, how important is that sex? Does attraction lead into the sex? I think so. And sex is important, man. Yeah, it, it really is. I, I always, I feel like I gauge my how my relationship is going by the quality and the amount of sex we're having. Mm. Yeah, until recently, until recently, just because of uh, it's, it's been busy. Oh yeah. Um, but that's how I've always gauged. Oh, why? I mean, we are every day, every you know. What happened here? We're, we're we're down every three days here. What's going on? And I start questioning that, like, why, why? You know, because sex is important to me. I, you know, I feel like I'm fairly high, hypersexual, man. No, man, sex used to control me. Yeah. If you said no, I'd be very upset. Yeah. I'd be huffing and puffing all night. I'd wake up like five times just to walk around mad because you said no and I didn't get. You didn't go handle yourself, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, you know, maybe two of those times I woke up. I handled right. myself, but still, yeah, I was very frustrated because to me that meant like, damn, she don't want me to. Right, yeah. Why does she want me to? Why, yeah. You know, I don't have that issue now. I right. never get a no. Right, I me neither, man. It's but nice. I did something. I took control hmm. of that. Like I had to control the sex hmm. because it was controlling me. So as soon as I was able to control the sex, my emotions weren't checked. You know, like I didn't have to have it every night. Um, I wasn't expecting it every night. And that and it works for me. Right. Yeah, for me it's like I'd rather have let's watch a movie and chill. Than have sex? Than have sex. Damn. I would chill with my girl all day. Yay, there's a movie, boom. Mm-hmm. To the point sometimes about, about she wants to engage. <laughs> oh, oh watching this movie, uh. <laughs> Oh, if we watch a love movie and something happens, then we might be going to do something. But you know what? I, I love my love language is quality time. Yeah. I fucking mm-hmm. love yeah. chilling with my girl yeah. like she's a homie. That's mm. that's my soulmate, my best friend. We chilling, we watching a movie, mm. and we'll talk about it. And then if that happens, that's a bonus for me. Mm. That's how I see it. Right. Not most people going to see it like that, but that's how I see you. it now. Yeah. yeah, it works. It's a beautiful thing. Right. I mean, and I think when you have kids and you're working, you're busy, you're busy mm-hmm. it's so tough. It's almost like you have to like play in it. What, oh yeah, man, this is something new for me, man. Like, yeah, over the last four months, like mm-hmm. I said, we've been growing this business and we've been super busy. Now she wakes up, you know, five thirty, six o'clock, and then goes to bed early. And then we we have a workout in there that we put in somewhere through, but 
I have this span between nine and nine thirty. If I don't get it in, then done. It's not happening. It's not happening. Not that she'll deny me, Zach, but I know she's tired, and I know she has to go and hustle. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I gotta get in at that time because mm-hmm. after that, she's passed. She's passed out, and uh, you gotta do what you gotta do. After so, that. so like my girl, she, <laughs> she works from home. She's a life coach, and she got all these clients. And I come home from work, and I'm like, sometimes I want it, but I got to respect their hustle. Mm. And I'm just like, exactly, yeah. damn, here we go. I'm in the mood now. And then it be we get in bed. All right, babe, let's go. Out. I got to wake <laughs> up at 5 in the morning, and I'm good right now. I love you. We can cuddle, but that's that's what it is. And well, I, even, even if she's like, babe, wake me up. I'm oh like, yeah, I, you say that now, but when I until you, you do up, it, yeah, that shit don't you be like? Stop. It's not the same though. It's not. It's the not. Same. It's like, it's just like roll over. Yeah, like yeah, I, nah, I, I want that passion. I know, man. I want no. that passion. Yeah, I'm, I'm the type of guy that turn the candles on. I might put some music on. See, nah, yeah, I know he definitely put the music man. on. Yeah, I like yeah. to put you know, like late night love, and now <laughs> she knows. What time it is? She see that first candle. She's like, "Yo, I'll be back." The candle. <laughs> <laughs> go get ready. <laughs> yep, yep. And you know, we touched a lot about love language, mm. but emotional in- intimacy mm. is important. Mm. Affection is important. Yeah. Holding hands, you know, um, the hugging, the touching. I'm not a hand holder. Mm. I don't Me like either. holding hands, and only because my hands start sweating mm. and I get mm-hmm. uncomfortable. I hate that. Like it makes me very uncomfortable. And before, when I was younger in relationships, I did not like intimacy in public. Like it like made PDA? me like uh, like just affection, like yeah. holding hands in public. Just it made not. me uncomfortable, you know. And I don't know, is I wasn't maybe, you know, just comfortable Conf- with myself confidence. or just confidence. Yeah. Now I don't care, but right. it bothered me. Right. But how important is that? I mean, I I enjoy it, man. I love I love. Um, showing love uh, i love holding hands you know it's it's always been important to me you know um i you know whether it leads to different other things or mm-hmm. not yeah, I mean, yeah it's 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 good i love cuddling man i love spooning mm-hmm. oh yeah I like, I like i like being a little spoon i was gonna say that yeah i'm the, I'm the little <laughs> spoon i'm the little big spoon yeah yeah i would say the same thing i like i i don't like cuddling right. but I, I please my woman I'm gonna cuddle her when she wants me to cuddle, but sometimes I like being the other guy on yeah. that side, yeah. and she's wrapping her arms Wrap around me. Right it feels good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's yeah. go. This feels so. I like com- my the comfort is beautiful, mm-hmm. definitely. But um, one thing I I'll never forget is when you my friends first met um, my girl now, where I think it was at my mom's house birthday party. Yeah, they all came up to me and they were like, "Dude, she really likes you. She keeps rubbing your back," yeah. and I'm like. Yeah, she's rubbing my back. But it like I kept thinking about them, like, damn, they saw that. Like they noticed that. And to me, I'm like, and I love being rubbed. Yeah. Like I love being touched. I'm like a little dog. Like, I like being rubbed. Yeah, I'm like, uh, you know. That's awesome. But it was just like so cool that mm. they saw that. And they saw that that was affection, you know? And it, what it meant to them mm. now made me realize that damn, that means a lot to me too. Mm. So it's important, man. It's important. Yeah. We all need that affection. Absolutely. We all need to touch. We all it's just we're human. Right. right. Uh, so does that like uh like a question between um like making love and having sex? 
Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, it depends. What's making love? Like I said, it's, when you have it's, passion, 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 intimacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes, like I said, sometimes Loving you just want to bring somebody sex. over yep. and like let's do your thing. Done. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, mainly, you need that intimacy. You need that passion. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, the closeness and and it's it's you know the sex part is just a part of that. You know, you need yeah. the foreplay, right? The sex, right? Back to foreplay. There ain't like, nothing better when you're making love to your girl, like you in a movie scene. Yeah. And speaking of movie scenes. Porn will mess it up oh, for yeah, us. Because sometimes we want to go in there like we porn stars. Uh, and it like, don't always work out like that. Uh-uh. You know, so I think um, don't try to do everything you that, see that on has, porn. That has its, its uh, yeah. place in time. There, Plus, man. when you're in your 30s, you should, been, you should know how to be doing things already. Yeah. Nah, but they edit shit on porn. Oh, yeah, all day. You know? they, they, stop, they stop and go a lot. All day. <laughs> I edit that shit. I'm like, okay. <laughs> time out. Time yeah. out. Time out. <laughs> <laughs> edit that part i need a drink i need a drink yeah yeah <laughs> so i mean i don't think i what i'm saying is don't go into a relationship or to right. sex thinking that it's just like porn i think that just that not. really does messes up your expectations yeah. of what what sex could be or mm-hmm. what making love could be and in, in, in my eyes i think sex is before i thought it was all about sex we had good sex you might things be would be good yep. now it's I was in a relationship with you. We we communicated. We had the bet. When I was with my girl, it's, it was a while before we even had sex. So then when that happened, it was the fucking greatest thing. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language. It was the greatest thing, and it was a bonus. I'm like, I got her curly hair. I got her personality. And we had passionate So you wait, you waited to have sex? Yes, I did. Oh. I waited shit. Like Man. fucking bro, that, that I think three that's, months. It might not sound like a long that's time. That's a long time, bro. bro. Three yeah. months. I did the same thing. I'm gonna tell you, man, I I, I go for that first. And, and, and date. the reason and the reason being <laughs> is because everything was so good. Hmm. I didn't want that be the fuck up. Yeah. I'm the other I, I'm the other way around, man. Let's I used get, to be like that. Let's get the sex out of the way. And then let's work on this. I used to be the same way. Mm-hmm. Now I'm the opposite. I mean, if that's all I want, then that's what we're doing. But if I want to carry out a relationship, mm. and I'm not saying that's what I always did. Right. But in my relationship now, I made it clear first. I don't want to have sex yet. Mm-hmm. I want to take my time. I want to chill. Just mm-hmm. chill. Let's know chill. you. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk about your past. Let's talk about my past. Let's get to know each other. Wow. So then when we do have sex, even if it's good or bad, bro, right. I, I learned that even if it's bad, It'll get good mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. some point. You can teach each other things. You know, you can tell you, I could tell you, hey, this is what I like. And you could tell me this is what I like. And that's why like one night stands usually aren't not that good. They're no. gone because your expectations are like, I'm going to yeah. get this in. I'm going to bounce. Right. Bro, every toxic relationship, there's toxic sex. Hmm. And that shit's dangerous. That shit's good. <laughs> but it's dangerous. <laughs> and dangerous. Yeah, so... Yeah. And I think that's what made me want to just wait, you know. And and also that. Sex and I'll say I've never me. actually done that, man. Like Try waited. If, I mean, it's, no, it's, it's too late now. Yeah, it's too late now. I mean, I was, I, I mean I'm, you got a beautiful woman. Right, yeah, right. It's yeah. too late now, but yeah. and our and our sex is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, we've always had that, and I didn't think I could have. Like, damn, that was wow, you know. Um, that's but, amazing. But for me, it helped me build character. Right. It helped me build me as a to be a better man and to kind of like see things differently. And that's why I did it. You know, it, it was, I had to challenge myself. And you took control of it. Then. Yeah. yeah. And, and I had to take control of that. Yeah. 
Um, and I want I want to close it out with this: Have relationships changed you for the better or for the worse? It changed me for the better, man. I was young minded before I met the love of my life. Now, so young minded where, even to the point where I have a successful career, and you know this ain't about mm-hmm. where I make decent money. And I was living paycheck to paycheck. Mm. It was like some people be looking at me. My therapist, how the hell were you doing that? You're making this much money. And then when I met her, how fast did I buy a house? Yeah. I bought it. I was like, she set me on the right track. Hey, this is what you should be doing. The woman makes the man. Big time. I, I, I truly believe that. It, it's hard. With the right woman. And, and if men, if you could fucking do this on your own, I dedicate you and you get on this podcast with us so we can learn your methods. But I would say my girl put me in the right path of saving money, getting what I want. Even when I got, I took my uh, management role at my job. Nice. I was so scared of it. I'm like, I got to do public speaking. I got to do this. I got to manage grown men that are older than me that terrified me. And she was like, you can do this. You got this. So you grew. Yes. You grew. Yes. Relationships made you grow. Bad, good. You grew. I grew. What about you, Stan? I'm going to tell you, man, I've had some, you know, um, long, you know, two, three year relationships. And for me, I've had the privilege of having really good women in my life. And mm. uh, most of the time, I messed it up. Yeah. I messed it up. And every time I, uh, I did, I learned a lesson. But, you know, I've always been blessed with that until, you know, until I was ready. I, I feel like I, I know myself very well now. And every relationship there taught me something. You know, I, I felt like I always swing, you know, I always swing from, you know, very one way. And then I, I dump that one or I, I get, you know, we break up mm-hmm. and I swing totally the opposite way. Um, but, man, every relationship I have, like I said, I've been blessed with really good women. Yeah. I just wasn't ready. I love that you say that. Cause and that's important. When you're not ready, yeah, right. you think you're ready. You think, but... yeah, I thought I was ready. And until it came to that point. And, and it's always like that, like I said, two, three year mark. I'm like, what am I going to do here? What am I going to do? And then I want to say the same thing. I've met good women in my life. And I've been able to learn a little piece of something from each, you know. And I don't know too many women that I've been with that hate me. You know, even if I didn't mess up, I don't see I don't see that they hate me. I'm a piece of shit now. Yeah. You say that, but at some point they do have love for you. Mm. You know, even if you messed up, mm. they do have some love for you. And I have great relationships with my daughter's moms. Right. You know? No, that's good. And though. even through the good, through the bad, when I messed up, they messed up. Mm. You I still have a good relationship with them because there is some type of respect some type of love there you know me as a person and i have this thing that i see the good in everybody yeah you do you know i see the good in everybody i do i see the bad but if the good trumps the bad then i'm still rocking with you Mm. you know and this comes back to me man like um communication and honesty if i was just able to communicate the way i felt and be honest with the way i felt things could have been better we you know, it doesn't necessarily mean we would have ended up together mm-hmm. or stayed together, but it would have been better that we communicated that. But I will say, you what you're saying is I get it. I wish I would have, 
but then I don't wish I would have because yeah. I would not be where I'm at right yeah. now. Yeah. With the yeah. woman that I truly believe that I'm supposed to be with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like you, you with your woman. Yeah. It took you not doing that yeah. and now you're here and now you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. But that, you know what? Oh, go ahead. And that that's what that's what relationships are. You take a piece from each relationship, good, bad, and you keep it moving, you grow. Little nuggets of uh that's it. And, and then you build up on it. Yeah, and then when you get to that that last relationship that mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this is the one. Mm-hmm. All that stuff, all that drama, all that, you know, good, bad that you learned, you bring it to there, and then you put it all in one, right. and now you start to build. Right. And it's beautiful. And don't get us wrong, you're still going to learn. Yeah, man. You're going to learn every single day. My boss told me, doesn't matter how experienced you are, you're going to learn something new every single day. Well, that being said, there's a lot of stuff on relationships that we could talk about, but there will be a part two. At the end of the day, relationships in one way or another has made us who we are today. It's been said that we only fall in love with three people while on this earth and that each of those loves are needed for different reasons. That first love. That first love usually happens when you're young, either in high school or a little after high school. And that's the idealistic love. The one that feels like all Disney fairy tales. That second love is supposed to be the hard love. The one that teaches you lessons and teaches you who you are as opposed to who you think you are. But this love hurts. Whether it's because you were cheated on, lied to, or manipulated in some type of way. But that third love is the one that sneaks up on you when you least expect it. The love you question if it's real because you aren't used to it. The love that makes you a believer again. But in order to keep that love, you have to have healed from everything else and heal from all the bullshit you've been through. But just know that that love is unexplainable. Make sure to follow us at Asmin United on TikTok. And leave some feedback, good or bad, so we can keep the community growing. Don't forget to listen to part two of Relationships, where it gets a little more spicy. Thank you.